we made this. Welcome to Life's Milestones, the podcast on the We Made This Podcast Network about birth and naming ceremonies, weddings and relationships and funerals and death. My name is Mark Adams and I am your host. I am a humanist celebrant. That means that I am accredited and insured by Humanists UK to write and present humanist ceremonies, including naming ceremonies, weddings and funerals, amongst other types of ceremony. Every fortnight, I have a different guest and I ask them the questions about their life's milestones. This week, I've got a fascinating guest for you. His name is Manoj Kumar Singh and he is the host of the Dilse Manoj podcast, which you can find on all of your favourite podcast sites, including this one, wherever you are currently listening. Manoj is a very interesting man. I put out a specific request for people of faith over Facebook groups for podcasters and Manoj got in touch telling me he was a Hindu and he wanted to come on the show. So I'm really pleased that that worked and I got someone from a different faith to come and talk to me. But beyond his faith, Manoj is a very fascinating man. He's from India. We recorded over Skype. So he was in India and I was in Manchester, England. And that does mean in some parts the audio isn't as great as I would like or up to the normal standards that you might expect. However, I do believe that Manoj's interview is one of the most interesting I've ever done. So please bear with the sound quality and I promise you it is worth it. Before we go into the conversation with Manoj, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody that has listened to Life's Milestones in 2020. This is the last episode of the year and it's going to be going out just before Christmas. Let's be honest, 2020 has been a bit of a crap year. Life's Milestones was never supposed to be something that I recorded over Skype. It was always supposed to be a more intimate conversation face to face with people either in my living room, their living room or, you know, just traveling around the country going to see people and connect with them and talk about these intimate things. But that wasn't meant to be because we had everything to do with COVID-19, the restrictions, the lockdowns and everything else. And I've made do. But the silver lining is that I have been able to speak to people like Manoj that I just simply wouldn't have spoken to were it for the podcast being done in the format that I always intended it to be. And he's such a lovely man who celebrates similarities, not differences. And I got such a strong, strong feeling of empathy and understanding with Manoj that it doesn't matter what you believe as long as you are kind and have empathy and who doesn't agree with that from whatever faith you may or may not have. So Manoj is a massive silver lining to the unfortunate year that has been 2020 because yeah I would never have spoken to him otherwise it would have always been people I knew over a cup of tea. 
So it's fascinating the way that the podcast has developed because of COVID-19 and 2020's lockdowns and situations. But that's enough of me chatting. What I'm going to do is I'm going to hand over to the interview that I did with Manoj Kumar Singh. With me at this time is Manoj Kumar Singh. Hello, Manoj. Yeah, hello, Mark. Welcome to Life's Milestones and thank you for coming on. Uh, definitely. It's uh, lovely to be uh, here with you. So you are a Indian podcaster. Your podcast, Dilse Manoj, is about well-being and meditation and stuff like that. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what brought you to podcasting? Yeah, see, for that, I need to first uh, introduce myself uh, to you and uh, our listeners. See, I'm, as you said, uh, Manoj Kumar Singh. And uh, uh, my background is I'm master's in biotechnology and I'm having an experience of research. And at the same time, uh, I've been uh, involved into a skill development sector. And I am also an uh, activist, social activist for rights of people with rare diseases. Right. As, uh, as the name suggests, rare diseases, uh, these uh, diseases are rare in our society and very few people are aware of it. And uh, because of that issues, there are social, financial and even the mental stress to uh, the people who are suffering from rare diseases and their families. So somehow you need to actually, uh, because I'm also from the community, right? Uh, if you have heard of the uh, rare bleeding disorder, hemophilia, yes. uh, me, myself, am a hemophilic and my two brothers are also hemophilic. So our family has gone through uh, various issues and problems. And I'm actually blessed that I was able to complete my education. And at the same time, I can talk about my problems. I can raise uh, uh, my voice. So it is important uh, because when you come from a section where people are unable to know about uh, their diseases and at the same time they are not able to talk about it we are totally dependent on doctors and the system for our health care uh, forget about the education and livelihood mm. because uh, forever the society tags us to be dependent on uh, our caregivers but uh, i'm here to prove that wrong <laughs> right given yeah given the right environment we can contribute to the society and to our nation building. So uh, podcasting is one way to reach the masses where we can share our talent. And uh, uh, when uh, Dilse Manoj is about, Dilse means from the heart. Okay, and uh, Manoj, as you know, it is me only. <laughs> so it is from the heart I'm talking there. I'm sharing my poetry, my uh, spiritual uh, content is there, what I believe of life. Mm. And what spirituality is all about for me, the motivation, uh, because in my life I have uh, so many times I have faced death, but again, uh, I have never given up, right? Uh, because no. there is something uh, uh, very beautiful about life and every one of us is born with a purpose. And once we realize it, we achieve our potential. So Dilse Manoj is about that, letting people know that uh, uh, what uh, Manoj is thinking uh, and uh, from the heart what he believes and it is about that thing and bringing out that positivity out there. Right, but Dilse Manoj, is Dilse uh, Hindi, Urdu? Dilse uh, word is a Hindi word. Hindi. But again, in yeah, but in my podcast I uh, have content both English and Hindi. 
right. because i write in both hindi and english my poetry is written in hindi and english and at the same time i have uh, written uh, my main uh, fiction books or uh, scientific books they are all written in english so right. uh, when i have to uh, see i have to write uh, things that are big in size that is always english as my mode of communication yeah i've listened to the seminars and obviously i yeah. i don't speak hindi so i've only listened to the english <laughs> stuff <laughs> yeah 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 uh, you might have listened to uh, that healing word series yes. that i had uh, so it was just 3 minutes per word and 21 words to help people understand uh, how some words in our life uh, can uh, help us heal because right now during this uh, corona time every one of us is going through stress right mm. and each one of us need hope and uh, it is my initiative to help each one yeah mm. so we're going to do a little bit of a guest profile before we get into the main questions first question yeah. is how old are you i'm 35 years old 35 little bit younger than me you're you're a young man <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so where are you from what's your background i'm from uh, singroli district from madhya pradesh state of uh, india and uh, i come from a family uh, background of uh, farmers uh, my father my forefather uh, they have a farming background but my uh, father was uh, actually someone uh, who was odd one from the family and uh, he was a serviceman in ntpc that is national thermal power corporation which is a, a thermal power company Right. and uh, uh, he has retired uh, 2009 he retired so uh, now he's 70 plus and for my education i am bsc and msc in biotechnology with research experience first job that i left was as a junior research scientist to start my own work in my uh, own uh, hometown but again uh, small cities in india have big dreams but again the uh, possibilities get minimized because of uh, less support uh, so had to go back, back again to delhi to restart again uh, i worked there 10 months uh, in a company but again because my heart was always there that i need to talk about the rights of the people with rare diseases mm. and a regular job of 13 to 14 hours was not something that would give me extra time to come out and talk about it so right. uh, i left again that job in 2016 and started working as a freelancer freelance content writing uh, because writing was something that i always loved and uh, writing also gave an important thing that uh, you will read different things right mm. when you write on different topic you read different things and been a researcher i for me to understand different aspects of life and different scientific things that are happening and whatever things are going wrong uh, along in the world that gave me uh, an opportunity to read and put it into the words as a writer and so that was my journey and in 2019 i received a rex karamveer chakra award also that was instituted by i congo and recognized by united nations for my work for welfare of people with uh, rare diseases and uh, hemophilia i am creating awareness about and again in 2019 december i registered my trust power in me foundation and uh, we are Uh, working uh, towards the welfare of people with rare diseases and have a special wing uh, that is a creative wing for uh, power in me foundation that is called ruhe mohabbat where uh, we act as a platform and support creative talents in poetry shairi music singing writing uh, acting uh, anything that is creative and uh, our motto there is poetry for a cause 
that means every event that we organize or competition we organize there is a social cause that is at the heart of it so this amazing. is how uh, i have been working yeah amazing stuff so let's move on to talking about birth where and when and how were you born i was born uh, on the 25th december 1986 in uh, madhya pradesh only but again uh, i live uh, the district i live in it is a border madhya pradesh and uttar pradesh border so the hospital uh, is in uttar pradesh and uh, uh, as i told you 25th of december 1986 i was born so 25th of december in india is christmas day as big a deal as it is over here in britain do you think uh, yeah of course see here in india also we celebrate christmas and i am actually christian convent educated so right. uh, so we uh, always celebrated christmas and uh, some of my uh, dear teachers uh, they are nuns uh, sister lily uh, was uh, my english teacher and uh, she has a great influence in my life and uh, so uh, christmas is always something very special for me uh, and we do celebrate and i always loved those uh, christmas carols and silent night and holy night i always loved them and uh, <laughs> uh, when i uh, actually watched some of the movies hallmarks christmas movies are some of my fav- favorite movies that i uh, love to watch do you have the problem that a lot of people have if they're born on christmas day they only get like one present they don't get like separate birthday presents and christmas presents <laughs> uh, yeah the, actually i actually do not celebrate my birthday now for a very long time now uh, so uh, as people get excited that it's my birthday and all for me it's that if i have done something uh, right that year that is a birthday is a time to recollect things to have that memory and be happy that my life has been of importance and i have been able to contribute to the society so i think that is a bigger present than uh, opening up a present or uh, <laughs> like that celebration yeah fair enough so can you tell me a favorite story about your childhood favorite story uh, see my childhood had been actually a struggle time so a favorite if you want yeah Uh, i can tell you uh, that uh, see uh, you can say that it is favorite also and at the same time something uh, that gave me some bigger perspective towards life mm. in it was in class 11 i was 17 uh, years old uh, during that time as you can uh, understand that during that time uh, boys around us they start driving uh, their vehicles and they take their uh, parents to the market and all Uh, mm. but uh, since because i am a hemophilic i had uh, issues uh, in my uh, joints and those things and i almost died uh, that year during the 11th class actually i suffered from uh, bleed from my right pulmonary lung Good grief. Uh, so yeah i had tuberculosis but diagnosis did not uh, x-rays and all those things did not show and since i am a rare bleeding uh, disorder patient doctors could make out that it is due to hemophilia so it was a whole year i spent in hospital coming Good in grief. and going out and whole year i had to be uh, as you know uh, diwali is one of the big deal uh, in india and uh, again uh, diwali is coming up uh, it is a festival of light hope mm-hmm. and good winning over evil 
and uh, it is on the day which is the darkest day we called here as amavasya where a uh, moon is not uh, seen so it was the darkest diwali and uh, everyone was uh, bursting crackers out there and hmm. me and my mother we, uh, we were in the hospital before that also a couple of times i almost survived death uh, when i was in eighth i survived death uh, and uh, uh, before that also this was the time when i was uh, at the age group uh, as you can understand 17 years is not too small a, a person mm. so i would reflect that everyone is suffering because of me so that i knew that nothing would actually lead to my death these things are not going to make me die and uh, yeah. my life is having a purpose and that's why i have survived so it transformed outlook towards my life and from that time period i am doing what uh, i am doing is a purposeful life i'm trying to lead and at the same time i secured 75% in my 12th board uh, which was in our science stream in our class i was fourth in the rank and um, after that i secured 78% in my graduation and 79% in my post graduation and i topped the college uh, during my post graduation so this was my journey of a study also that uh, this instance brought into my life wow that's that's quite the story i mean um you seem to have such a positive outlook on life despite the fact you've had quite a lot of tough times life is beautiful isn't it i have learned is sometimes you are from the sorrow or the saddest part just help you understand that life is beautiful i think you're right Do you have children yourself? No, I am not married yet. No. So are you planning on having children do you think? Ah uh, yeah, definitely in the future uh, definitely I am planning to have uh, children. Uh, one daughter and one uh, son I presume and daughter should be the elder. <laughs> I'm not sure that you can plan for that but good. And <laughs> uh, so do you think that um when you have your children that you'll have a naming ceremony a christening or another religious ceremony to welcome your children into the world do yeah, you think yeah we do yes uh, i'm a hindu by religion mm-hmm. and we do have a naming ceremony and even i had a naming ceremony uh, i cannot remember mine one but my younger brother's naming ceremony i do remember mm-hmm. lot of people came and we had uh, some special sweets and uh, foods uh, prepared for them it was a, a feast right and everyone gives a blessing and uh, uh, there is an astrologer and uh, a priest a hindu priest who is there who based on the stars and uh, the date and the timing of the birth uh, gives some particular alphabet and uh, based on that the name is uh, decided for the child okay so you don't know the name of the child until you have your naming ceremony for hindus yeah, is that yeah. right yes 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 because that is decided by the priest and the astrologer he actually comes and based on the date of the birth and the timing of the birth gives you that particular uh, alphabet uh, to you to decide the name of your child that's fascinating can, can you as families predict what letter that they're going to give you or is that a surprise on the day uh, that is surprise on the day because everyone is born at the unique time right Mm. unique time and unique day so uh, you cannot put and uh, see even if a million of people are born on the same day they may not have the same word uh, or same alphabet for their because uh, 
fraction of the second would change uh, what the stars have in store for them. So for uh, Hindus, uh, the, in astrology, uh, we have a belief that even the name when you are naming your uh, child, that has an impact on the life of the child. So the word or the alphabet itself has an impact on the life of your child. So that's why it's a religious thing also. That's fascinating. And is there um, any kind of flexibility to these ceremonies? Can you incorporate things in that you want or are they always very kind of strictly done in a certain way? No, you can. You can. It is flexible. The main thing is that the priest will be performing his job, and you, meanwhile, you you can celebrate. Now, modern things uh, have come up. People eat, dance, and all those things are uh, part of it. It is up to you what you want to add extra into it. Next up is our section on weddings, and the first question on that is: Are you married? Uh, no, I am not married yet. Okay, so do you want to get married? Is that something you want in your future? Yes, of course. Uh, definitely, I want to uh, get married. And uh, the children I talked about, uh, I want to have my own children. Though I am uh, also looking uh, in future at my personal uh, view, is I would like to adopt uh, some too. Uh, but let's see that's in future. Mm. Okay, good. So um, what would be involved in your perfect marriage? See, uh, the thing is, uh, again, my life, I am born with a rare condition. Mm -hmm. So uh, the first important thing is that I'm, I would like uh, my would-be wife to know uh, my condition and she should be able to understand it because for leading a life together, both should know uh, the problems or the issues that exist beforehand, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, my aim actually, I'm, uh, why my marriage is delayed is because I want to tell that prospective wife of mine that uh, I'm having this thing and if you're okay with it, uh, then we can move ahead for the most important decision of our life, right? Yeah. To uh, spend the, yeah, because marriage is not a small thing. It is a very big deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about the wedding itself? Is there anything, any elements that you would like to have on your wedding day that would make the day special to you? See, for me, uh, uh, the most special thing would be the wife who understands me, and <laughs> she will be the most uh, most important thing and uh, the most beautiful thing that I can ever have. And I don't expect anything else. The ceremony could be small or bigger. That would be decided again later on because it is mutual, right? So yes. uh, just one uh, one person's imagination. For me, simplicity also is okay. And if she wants something else to be included, that would be included. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it, I think. And um, so maybe you don't know this yet. Do you know? In fact, I don't even know whether this is a big deal in India. In England and Britain, the first dance at the reception is quite an important thing. Everyone remembers the song and things like that. Do you have that tradition in India? Yeah, uh, now the generation that we are into, uh, actually this is a big deal. Even the marriage ceremony, we have multiple stages in the marriage. So first is the wedding ceremony, and then there is a mehdi ceremony. I don't know uh, whether you are aware of it. Uh, that is there, and uh, the haldi ceremony, that is uh, turmeric is applied to both 
the groom and uh, the bride also. Uh, so uh, there are uh, multiple stages to marriages in India, and mm-hmm. Hindu marriages are uh, stage by stage. And probably uh, what I can figure out today is that that is basically to help uh, both the parties, uh, both the families, to understand each other. Mm. And through those ceremonies and uh, uh, those uh, activities, we are able to understand each other. Now, the modern uh, youth, when they are getting married, we have these DJs, these songs, and now theme-based uh, marriages are also happening. And the reception also that you talked about, uh, they are now theme-based receptions happening. <laughs> Brilliant. Do you know what song you would pick for your first dance then? first dance i'm not much of a dancer but uh, i would prefer to actually write a poetry for my wife and uh, would love that poetry to be uh, in my own voice i'll recite it and mm. get it recorded and i would uh, love to play that for her especially that's really beautiful what a lovely idea that is brilliant thank you So we're now going to move on to the section about death. And the first question is the big one. Are you scared of death? No. Now, when I have so many incidences uh, with death, I'm not scared of death. And I know the person who is born is born with a date of death also. So whenever a death comes, it will come, no matter what happens. So I'm not scared of that. Have you ever experienced the death of a loved one? Yeah, I did. My younger brother, he was eight months old, and uh, I saw he, uh, him die. Actually, uh, again, I, as I told you, uh, we are hemophilic, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, he was eight months old, so he cannot speak. He, he started crying, and uh, during the night, my parents took him to the hospital. And uh, by the day, uh, they brought his uh, uh, body. So... That was the incident uh, where I saw the person I loved. Uh, I loved uh, my younger brother. Mm -hmm. Uh, Though I was also very young, but again, I still remember the day. Though I did not cry. I don't know why I did not cry. And still, uh, I do not cry. Uh, But that was something that I will never forget. No, I mean, how old were you? I I was about eight years old. Right, yeah, that'll lead a very... Very vivid memory, I think. That must have been very difficult for you. Yeah. It's, see, uh, the thing is that uh, whenever I uh, used to come back from school, uh, he was there uh, sitting and uh, smiling. And I was, uh, let's say, I was tired in school. I would uh, put my head into his lap and uh, with his uh, very gentle hands, he would uh, uh, clap on me and um, he would, uh, loved me and that would de-stress right mm. that was uh, that is what you feel and I still uh, remember those things yeah That's, thank you so much for sharing that with me so we're going to talk about your funeral now do you want to be buried or cremated uh, actually I'm a Hindu so we'll be uh, actually burned and Hindus we are burned right so um, there's no there's no real discussion on that that's that's so I think it's the same for Muslims, isn't it? They have to be buried. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they have to be buried and uh, we are burned. But again, uh, there are a lot of uh, rituals. Just before you are burned and after you are burned, 
there are rituals prayers done and uh, the ashes are then again uh, have to be uh, put into uh, the river holy river and some prayers uh, are to be done to actually because you see once you die you are an ancestor right uh, mm-hmm. we have this belief uh, of ancestral right so uh, to uh, bring peace to the spirits uh, those uh, rituals are performed so our younger ones or uh, let's say son is performing the rituals or uh, whosoever would be the male in the family if uh, the family doesn't have the son uh, the male would be performing these rituals to bring peace to the spirit that has left the world right okay fascinating so do you have readings at hindu funerals and if you do is the one that you would like read at your funeral uh no uh, we don't have any uh readings as in christians they have uh, uh as i told you uh, we have this rituals right mm-hmm. uh, but again here uh, it's like uh, let's say a celebration type uh, yeah. rituals are done and we invite uh, people close one or their relatives in the family and uh, we have a 13 days uh, rituals and uh, each day uh, ritual is done the prayers are done and uh, people uh, eat uh, they whosoever attends it they eat and they bless that the soul may rest in peace and that is how uh, the thing 30 day, uh, 13 days rituals go about so it's your funeral is 13 days it's not one like half hour ceremony like we might have for a non religious funeral here in in england yeah it's not just in half hour before uh, burning there are some rituals performed and after burning uh, the rituals are we have uh, each day uh, some prayers and all those as wedding or birth of a person is a, a process similarly we have uh, in our hindus we, uh, death is also a process so uh, it doesn't end just in half an hour or one hour or one day it is 13 days uh, the mantras are chanted by uh the priest uh, who is performing the death ceremony uh, so uh they carry out uh, those things and in the end uh, um, uh, if you are aware of dakshina dakshina is something that is given to the priest who is performing it uh, so they are some of the those people who are connected with the divine and uh, that brings in blessings to the family and at the same time uh, blessings to the soul so does music play a large part in funerals for hindus no we don't have music in funerals right this is completely different to the funerals we have in england our funerals are half an hour and you have three different songs one for when the the coffin is brought into the crematorium one for when people are having private time to think or to pray and then one for when everybody leaves the crematorium you don't have anything like that at all no 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 it's different yeah Wow. To be honest with you, I know so little about this. Is there anything else about funerals for Hindus that you think would be interesting for people listening to this podcast? Yeah, definitely. See, as I told you uh, that it is a 13-day uh, ritual and after that also once this is immediately after the death that I'm talking about the 13-day rituals and uh, then there is one more thing we have uh, uh one specific time uh, in our hindus that is called pitra uh, pitra means parental right mm-hmm. uh, and uh, this is the time duration where 
we actually take out food and water uh, cook at our home we take out a small part of it and we keep it outside for our ancestors to uh, and uh, if we uh, don't want to do that we actually take the ashes of our uh, ancestors who all have died uh, you have special uh, people these uh, priests pandas who perform uh, ceremonies and they perform a particular uh, ceremony where it uh, those ancestors spirit are forever being separated and are prayed and uh, uh, that leads to uh, them get uh, peace for forever otherwise each year we also uh, take food out during this time with the past uh, is the time period where mm-hmm. we take out uh, food for our india so you understand that for us death is not something that ends with the uh, body of a person they are part of our family their spirit uh, we believe their spirit looks after us so we uh, we pray to them and uh, during uh, those time period of pitapak we give them food and water so that could be eaten by the crow or uh, any bird yeah. but again uh, that is uh, what we give uh, through our belief and love be devoted to our uh, ancestors that's lovely i really like that so different but so very beautiful so Manoj, it's been absolutely fascinating talking to someone. I have almost without exception have non-religious folk on my podcasts. And I want to thank you when I I put a um a message out on Facebook groups looking for people of faith to come and talk to me. And well so far you're the only one. So I'm really grateful for you coming on and sharing your religious experience with me. Thank you so much. Uh God, who is God? Who, he is our father, right? you can call your father as father dad pop or papa or anything you you call your father by any name yes it remains the same he, you are calling your father right you mm-hmm. call him bhagwan you call him allah you call him jesus or anyone and any name you calling your father yeah so this is what hinduism is all about sanatan dharma is all about you pray to divine And so where can people find your stuff on the internet? I know you've got a book out and you've got your podcast. Where can people find you? For me, if they are uh, trying to find me, uh, I am there on Instagram also as uh, Manoj Kumar Singh underscore Dilse. Uh, my Facebook page is also there. That's also Manoj Kumar Singh underscore Dilse. Uh, I'm on Twitter uh, as man underscore biotech. and the uh, podcast is there dilse manoj so uh, you can find me on uh, different podcasting platforms anchor overcast spotify and uh, all this uh, thing you can form find my channel there or uh, like we are connecting on skype you can connect uh, with me on skype also or uh, uh, whatever uh, wherever <laughs> you want to me uh, you can connect with me with i definitely love to uh, talk people and Uh, share experiences of life i love to talk about life and understand even from other people's life experiences what they have gone through because there are lot more learning uh, to uh, uh, that we need to uh, know and i believe that i am a learner a life learner and mm. one can learn from own experiences and at the same time can learn from the people's experiences that is very important for me 
Brilliant. Manoj, you've been fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Life's Milestones is a podcast on the We Made This Podcast Network. The show's host is me, Mark Adams. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MarkAdamsHC. You can also find me on Facebook. Just search for Mark Adams Humanist Celebrant. My website is humanist.org.uk forward slash Mark Adams. Regular listeners to the podcast can claim a 10% discount on my fees for a naming ceremony or wedding. Just make sure you quote milestones when you get in touch. The theme tune for Life's Milestones is performed by Zach Reagan and the logo was created by Carl Bryan. Follow the show on Twitter at Life's Milestones. Thank you for listening. everyone was the same we'd live in a very boring world definitely that's why everything is created though uh, innate uh, when we call about genetic makeup or the dna makeup uh, everything is created same that only 0.1% was created different to give you that different look so uh, that is what is the beauty of nature also mm. that uh, she is connecting us together 99.9% and yet giving us our individuality and uniqueness in that 0.1%. I couldn't agree more. I'd just like to say one more thank you to Manoj for coming on to my podcast. We didn't know each other before he did, but I feel like I've got to know someone from a different country that I would never have reached out to were it not for doing podcasting. And that is brilliant. And I do feel like... We both left the call with greater understanding of each other and our different belief systems. Do check out Dilse Manaj, which is Manaj's podcast. Some of it is in Hindi, so if you don't speak Hindi, you might want to skip over those ones. But he's got some brilliant stuff in English as well. He's also got a book which you can get through Amazon, and that's called Power in Me by Manaj Kumar Singh. As I said earlier... 2020 has been a crap year for everybody. But for me, I feel like having to postpone so many weddings and the cancellations of some of my naming ceremonies that doing this podcast has kept me in touch with what I am, what I do and why I love it. So I want to say thank you to everybody that has listened in since March and enjoyed this podcast because I still feel like I'm doing something good. I still feel like I'm doing my job when all my weddings are postponed till next year, you know. Funerals have been harder. Just imagine being in front of a number of people who are mourning, reading out the life story of the person that they've lost, and then not being able to shake their hands afterwards when they say thank you for doing a good job. A polite nod doesn't cut it. And having had to attend the funeral of a friend online over this period, I learned a new understanding and empathy with anybody who has to attend a funeral during this time. The 
social distancing is so painful at a funeral and you know there is light at the end of the tunnel we've got the vaccine headed to Britain and I can only hope that sooner rather than later we'll be able to have the kind of ceremonies that we all want we all need we all love we all enjoy so I just want to say thanks again for listening in to Life's Milestones this year. I've got some brilliant guests planned for next year. I'm not going anywhere, but I am hoping that I'll be doing a few more ceremonies in 2021. And that is all I've got to say to you other than season's greetings and best wishes for a happy and prosperous new year. And I will see you in 2021 for more Life's Milestones. Life's Milestones is a podcast on the We Made This Podcast Network. The show's host is me, Mark Adams. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MarkAdamsHC. You can also find me on Facebook. Just search for Mark Adams Humanist Celebrant. My website is humanist.org.uk forward slash Mark Adams. Regular listeners to the podcast can claim a 10% discount on my fees for a naming ceremony or wedding. Just make sure you quote milestones when you get in touch. The theme tune for Life's Milestones is performed by Zach Reagan and the logo was created by Carl Bryan. Follow the show on Twitter at Life's Milestones. Thank you for listening. A Red Dwarf podcast. I actually thought Shaken Back was like a dated reference until I went into a pound shop about six months ago. I've got some Shaken Back in my cupboard. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pound shop. I honestly, I honestly had in my notes it, that dates it. I didn't know that. I did not know that. I mean, so I'm gonna have to buy some. But what would you do to bring the freshness back, Mark? If you, if, well, if, that's if, the if, thing. I haven't done it yet, but I believe. So if I do the shake and back, I'll put the freshness back. The Movie Palace. I was just kind of wondering how you became aware of, of Joan Harrison. Yeah, I'm someone who is as intrigued as anybody by Alfred Hitchcock. You know, I've certainly read everything I could get my hands on about Hitchcock and seen a lot of his movies. So I would put myself in that camp as being someone who really is uh, a Hitchcock connoisseur. I, you know, <laughs> um, not to flatter myself, but somebody who really enjoys his movies. But I, you know, I, I began to see that there's so many women that have influenced his career. Time is now, a Millennium podcast. Yeah, I think when we get to Skull of Bones, the the final scene in, in that one where he's um, he, he gives his his reasons to Emma, I think that has been criticised quite much. But then obviously we we'll look at we'll look at Peter Watts over the course of the oh, season. Oh, but, so. but that's perfect. That's yeah. perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Because I mean, how many times you know that's that's what people in his position say. Yeah. It's like, oh, you hate me and you think I'm doing bad, but you know when the food runs out, you know. 
who are you going to blame? That, that, that goes back to three days of the condor, right? Yeah, yeah. Check out all of these shows and more on the We Made This podcast network. <laughs>